Change me. 
16th verses of the 31st Psalm. Read, but I trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God. My whole life is in your hands. Save me from the hands of my enemies. Save me from those who are chasing me. May you look on me with favor. Save me because your love is faithful. I want to talk for a few minutes from the subject, trusting God for the future. Trusting God for the future. As we stand today using that subject, we know, we're quite aware of the difficulty that is attached 
to such a theme given the events of the last few days. This community was taken aback when Wade Sims was tragically and senselessly gunned down early Friday morning. Mr. Sims' murder was the 63rd registered in East Baton Rouge Parish in 2018. Another potentially bright future whose light was snuffed out way too soon. And it's a reminder of how little regard some people have for the sanctity of life. Then we received dubious reports of escalating tension within our Metro Council, where members on both sides of the political and racial divide have devolved into warrantless personal attacks that reveal the depth of discord and dysfunction on display by our community leaders. And one wonders how we can move past the pettiness and petulance and get back to the business of doing what is best for our entire community. Most of us were riveted to our televisions Thursday and Friday, watching the sickening saga of the Senate Judiciary Committee hearings on Supreme Court Justice nominee Brett Kavanaugh. And regardless of your feelings about Dr. Ford's veracity or Judge Kavanaugh's fitness to serve on the highest court in the land, there was a collective sense of shame as America was forced to see itself for the divisive, hate-filled, base nation that she has become. If you weren't sickened by the Senate Judiciary Committee, then perhaps you were embarrassed by our president's pathetic performance before the United Nations, where he showed himself to be ignorant, isolated, and increasingly insignificant on the world's greatest political stage. And again, we were reminded of what can happen when we choose to not vote and let others make decisions that affect all of us. But it's difficult as the past few days have been. We gather here in the Lord's house on the Lord's day to reaffirm that our future is not in the hands of world leaders nor in the hands of world systems, but our future is in God's hands. And that's the most secure feeling we can have. For our God is both great and good. His greatness speaks of his efficacy, but his goodness speaks of his
character. And in times like these, in times when the future seems most uncertain, we need to rely on both the greatness and the goodness of God. Yes, yes. Psalm 31 is a psalm of David. It was written at a difficult time in his life, a time that demanded both greatness and goodness from God. Listen to what David says in the 14th verse. But I trust you, God. My whole life is in your hands. But is a conjunctive that ties what was going on before with what comes after. So when David says, but I trust you, God, it leads us to ask, what was happening in David's life that would elicit such a cry to God. Well, as you read the psalm, it's clear that David is being driven to the feet of God by trouble. Terrible trouble. Life-threatening trouble. Unyielding and seemingly unending trouble. Lord, have mercy on me. I'm in deep trouble. I'm so sad I can hardly see. My whole body grows weak with sadness. Pain has taken over my life. My years are spent in groaning. I have no strength because I'm hurting so much. Well, that sounds awful, David. From where is your trouble coming? And David answers, it's because of all my enemies. My neighbors make fun of me because of my enemies. My closest friends are afraid of me. People who see me on the street run away from me. That's sad, David, but tell us how bad is it really? And I hear David say it's about as bad as it's ever been. No one remembers me. I might as well be dead. I have become like broken pottery. I hear people whispering. There's terror all around him. Many have joined together against me. They're planning to kill me. Church, I don't know about you, but I've been where David is in this text. I've been to the point when it seemed like everything was unraveling around me. I've been to the place where just getting out of bed in the morning was a monumental struggle. And I know that when I was in those times, I couldn't trust in anything or anyone other than the Lord. 
I learned how to rely on both his greatness and his goodness to carry me through. As David considers his situation, enemies on his trail, forsaken by his friends, suffocated by despair and disappointment, he looks to God for help. But I trust in you, Lord. I say you are my God. And church, as we deal with our troubles, as we cope with our problems, it's important that we remember that God is trustworthy. David had enjoyed some good times in his life. He had enjoyed time in the king's palace. He had eaten at the king's table. He had made himself at home with the king's comforts. But when trouble came, when sweet times turned bitter, he doesn't look to the king for help. And he can't look to conditions to carry him. So he looks to the Lord. And he says, my whole life is in your hands. Shiloh, it's been a dark and difficult week. It's been a week of danger, toil, and snare. It's been a week of trial and tribulation. And we don't know what's waiting for us outside the door. We don't know what the future holds, but if we heed David's testimony today, we do know that we can trust God for the future. First, we can trust him for the future because he is personal. David says to God, my whole life is in your hands. And that's a statement of personal assurance. And I don't know about you, but I'm glad I know that God is a personal God. David didn't just say, life is in your hands, which we know to be true because we know that God made life. And David knew that God made life. He said in Psalm 24, the earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. That was but one testimony to the fact that life is in God's hands. But when David speaks here, he's talking more about himself than he is about life in general. On a deeper level, on a more personal level, he says, my whole life is in your hands. Shiloh, it's good to know that life is in God's hands. But it's better to know that your life is in God's hands. I won't speak for you, I'll speak for myself. I'm glad I know that my life is in God's hands. My life has always been in his hands. 
God is a personal God. God knew me before I knew myself. And I've learned that I haven't made it because I'm so good. But I've made it by his grace and by his mercy. And when you know that God is more than pervasive, but God is personal, when you know that he cares what you're going through, then you can say like David, my life is in your hands. And then we can trust God for the future because more than personal, he is powerful. David says to God, save me. Save me from my enemies. Save me from those who are chasing me. Save me because your love is faithful. And with those words, David is affirming that God is both great and good. And church, you need to know today, it would be a terrible thing if God was good, but not great. It would be a terrible thing if God was great, but not good. But the reason why I can trust God with my future is because he's good and great all at the same time. He's great enough to save and he's good enough to be faithful. David talked about both the goodness and the greatness of God in the 23rd Psalm. In his goodness, he makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me beside still waters. But in his greatness, he prepares a table for me right in the presence of my enemies. In his goodness, he leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. But in his greatness, he causes my cup to run over. In his goodness, he restores my soul. But in his greatness, he's my companion in the valley of the shadow of death. And I've learned that it's the combination of goodness and greatness that makes God so powerful. He's good enough to look beyond my fault. But he's great enough to meet my every need. Well, I can trust him with my future because he's personal. I can trust him with my future because he's powerful. Finally, I can trust him with my future because he is provisional. David knew, and you and I ought to know, that in this world, nothing remains the same. The sun may be shining right now, but somewhere up the road, rain is falling. Somewhere up the road, the the storms of life are gearing up to toss us from side to side. But, But when trouble comes, I invite you to think about David. David was having 
a hard time. David was looking at his condition and, and things looked pretty bad. I hear him say, my life is spent with grief and my years are spent with sighs. I, I hear him say, I feel worn out and I'm overwhelmed with my trouble. But when David shifted his focus away from his trial and fixed his eyes on the Lord, I heard him declare, in spite of everything, in spite of my trial, in spite of my tribulation, in spite of my danger, in spite of my toil, and in spite of my snare, I'm trusting you, God. My whole life is in your hands. Church, I don't know about you, but, but I'm glad my life is in God's hands. He invites me to shift my focus from evil systems and evil people and to fix my heart on him, and he keeps making a way. And when I think about a way maker, that brings me to Jesus. See, I, I decided a long time ago to put my whole life in Jesus' hands. Some folk talk about God, but I want to talk about Jesus. There's one thing to say God. There's another thing to say Jesus. See, when I say Jesus... I'm talking about my Savior. When I say Jesus, I'm talking about my burden bearer. When I say Jesus, I'm talking about my deliverer. When I say Jesus, I'm talking about my door opener. When I say Jesus, I'm talking about somebody who picked me up and turned me around. Sometimes the burden gets heavy. Sometimes I have to shed a few tears. Some, sometimes I have to deal with an aching heart, but I've got a testimony today. Jesus, my life is in your hands. Jesus, I trust you to make everything all right. Jesus, I trust you to make my enemies behave. Jesus, I trust you to keep health in my body. Jesus, I trust you to keep sanity in my mind. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, and I know he can. I know he can. Ask me how I know. Go ahead, ask me how I know. I know because he died late one Friday evening. They buried him in a borrowed tomb, but, but death couldn't hold him down. Wait with me all night Friday. Wait with me all day Saturday. But early, 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 Sunday morning, my Redeemer, my heart.
God fixer, my way maker, my burden bearer, my savior, my deliverer, Jesus got up. And he didn't just get up, he said something. Oh, 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 not a little bit, not so. All power, all power. All power is in my hands. And so my future, my future ain't in folks' hands. My future ain't in the Metro Council's hands. My future sure ain't in Trump's hands. But my future, my future, your future, our future is in his hands. And he's able, he's able, he's able, able, able. Choir's gonna sing a hymn. 